Human design is a part science, part spiritual system that tells you who you came here to be. You have your own blueprint, your own way of becoming successful, your own way your dreams are going to come true, the way you'll experience the most joy and fulfillment. The instruction manual for how to move through the world is custom to you. When you act according to that manual, when you act as the real you, everything in life comes to you with more ease and less resistance. We all know we're different, yet we're still acting like there's one way to do life. Let's talk about it. To find out your design and the designs of the people in your life, you can visit myhumandesign.com or download the My Human Design app in the App Store and on Google Play. We went out one day when I was with you in Ibiza and... Do you remember we were just dancing around and we were just so confused about why it felt like there was this party was supposed to be this really cool, fun party. And it really felt like no one was actually having fun except for you and I who were just like twirling around like idiots. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And we only were there for a short amount of time. And then we got in the car. We had this conversation that I still to this day, I think about. And we were talking about how being seen is kind of like a drug now where we go to things to, you know, I don't want to say that social media is always bad, but we go to things to post them. And it almost is like this hit of dopamine, knowing that you posted this video of yourself at this cool party. And that is almost kind of like this cheap fuel that we're running on. Mm. Yeah. Do you remember the conversation? I remember you saying to me, being seen has become like a drug. And I remember feeling, I remember being at that party. It was like a, it was a party with, it was like these amazing DJs. It was supposed to be the party of the summer in Ibiza. And it started at like four and it went on till midnight. We went at six, stayed till eight because we got our fix. We had our fun. Um, and we left before it started, you know, once we'd had enough. And I remember when you said that to me in the car, like being seen has become like a drug. I remember feeling so sad that we live in a world where so many people are prioritizing the idea of how fun their life or how good their life looks rather than actually on the inside feeling like your life is so fun rather than feeling like you are fun. Right. And, um, I think that's one of the things that is so crazy about the world now is that we have come to a place where we prioritize behaviors in ourselves that we think are going to make other people think well of us instead of doing things that make us think well of us and not even think well like in a respectful or admire or envy or anything kind of way but like the only real visceral experience you're having is the one you're actually having. And so it just makes me think about how much time we're, our precious time, we're, excuse me, we're like pissing it away on perceptions that might not even be true and aren't actually, like you said, they're cheap hits. They're not filling your cup up long term. It's giving you this, like, like you said, it's like a quick hit of dopamine because I love this picture of me and I love the idea of what it makes me come across as. And I love the instant reaction of people being jealous of me. And, you know, something I feel really passionate about is being as strict with yourself about why you're sharing what you're sharing. 
if you are posting something to make other people feel jealous so that you can feel better about yourself, the long-term solution to that is to make it an inside job, right? Feel better about yourself without needing people to be jealous of you. And also making other people jealous of you is not a good feeling to be spreading to other people, right? It's like an abuse of how you're using other people's interaction with you. So, I mean, Sorry, I'm throwing all the layers at you here. So take this wherever you want to go. <laughs> I, well, I but want that to... Was, that call was full of downloads. <laughs> it was. It was way too many conversations. But I do want to actually um, disclaimer this and say that this was a conversation because I'm personally unwiring this right now. Like it wasn't like we were watching all these people like, oh my gosh, we're so much better than everybody. Like we don't post about stuff. No, like I was explaining to Jenna that actively in those situations, I'm asking myself, okay, am I about to take this video because I want to share it and I want to get that hit of people knowing I did something cool? And if I feel that way, I'm not pulling out my phone. And if I don't feel that way, I'll pull out my phone because I do. I have learned because I swung the opposite way where I absolutely stopped sharing everything because I I was like addicted to that feeling. And I didn't know I was addicted to it until I stopped doing it. But then I was like, you know, I really miss having videos of everything. Like I actually really enjoy watching back videos of those experiences. And so I started to kind of let myself do that. So I wanted to prep, like make sure people know that this is something that I've actively been trying to learn via Jenna helping me understand this. And then when we were having this conversation, I was like, oh, that's what it is. It's literally a drug, Mm. a hit of dopamine. Yeah. And you know, um, I've been on my, the opposite journey of that, where I would literally right. not post anything before. And now I post it again through those filters of I'm I'm doing it when there's a moment of joy that I want to spread or a reminder to people that there's so much out there or that you can create some kind of, you know, dream life or dream feeling inside. Like when I walk down the street and I'm dancing, like I want to share that. And it's good to push myself to share that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no one has got it exactly right. And it's a journey where you are kind of, um, you know, always, I guess, playing with the different energies in every situation that as it comes. Um, But we have really gone on, we've had that party opened up a conversation for us to have an exploratory, like, why do we do these things? And you know, how does it come about? And we obviously joke that we can't, you can't take us anywhere without us like (laughs) turning it into work. But um, you we know, literally and- can't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> We're like, we did do a podcast about this. <laughs> I but do you know wanna- what I think is cool about you? I think this is really amazing, Taylor, is that that was six weeks ago mm-hmm. and we waited and we've rediscussed it since and we've let it simmer. So I really love that we have, um, kind of let it land in in us more so that we're not just sharing from like our experience and telling everyone to do what we do because Mm -hmm. that's what what human design is not about is copy me it's these are the different energies at play these are the different choices knowing you how you're designed and being radically honest with yourself might help you figure out which tools look different on which people so for example for me it's breaking my comfort zone to sometimes share more and for someone else their medicine is to share less so for me and my mom you know in our family group chat whenever I'm like I'm at this such a fun dinner or I'm going to this amazing place to see this cave and my mom is always like take a picture and I'm like I forget to take pictures like I don't think about whipping out my phone and I literally don't mean that in a holier than that way whatsoever like I'm a bit of a scatterbrain in in that way and um 
And so for me now, it's kind of been like a turn on thing because of, I think what makes me now help me overcome that and overcome my sort of like over privacy and over protectiveness is that I have managed to do the most important thing for my young self, which is to understand that I could be happy and that I could be kind of unbridled with joy in just like normal moments where people need to either be completely inebriated or totally on drugs or encouraged by a thousand other people. And um, I love that I can access joy so easily. And so it's, it motivates me or it helps me to really um, share that because it's coming from a place of, I want people to know that other people do this. And so it's possible and, and it's part of an acceptable reality um, that we live in. I don't know if that answers your question. No, a hundred percent. Cause that was what it was for me in private. When I say that I've been like working with you to be able to access that it is like, because I've always been behaved that crazy way always, but I always have drank and I wanted to stop drinking, but I didn't see that I could still be fun in that way. But then behind the scenes, like you didn't really share that much publicly. You would be like dancing your face off in these parties, like dead sober. And I'd be like, Jenna, you like, you need to like share this with people. Yeah. And then you started sharing it with people more. And my friends started pointing it out. Like, wow, like you do open up when there's a, there is a goodness to being able to share parts of our life mm-hmm. because you, like you said, you open up this possibility of, oh, it can be like that. Mm. So that's I, I I appreciate that you um, have com- become more comfortable sharing that with people. Well, you've really helped me with that because you were like, no, people need to see this side of you, you know, 100%. And, and I think that's also what's so amazing is that, you know, one of the core tenets of human design is if everyone iterates in their own way, we will see different kinds of human beings that are possible. And so our, our vision of what the options are of how to behave, how to be, how to act, what's possible for us in terms of life paths and all this stuff. The more you see different potentials, maybe you don't want that exact same thing, but you see us all going off down our own little paths, right? And so that was that was a thing about the sharing thing for me. I think it's an English thing too, like a very traditional thing, like, oh, don't share, don't think well of yourself. People will think that you're so up yourself. You know, that was kind of my background, right? Mm -hmm. And so you really helped me reframe it of like, you know what, helping the tribe and helping us all move along, it's what we're all here to do. We're here to hold each other's hands. And so showing, having some transparency over the way I'm iterating is a core part of my work now. Yeah, 100%. I'm actually going to take you in a little bit, as I always do. (laughs) Um, uh, Left field, I think I say. Um, Because we're talking about this sort of cheap fuels, okay? So we get like these hits off of behaving in ways that we can share publicly, blah, blah, blah. What are some other ways that you think that we get these cheap hits that aren't actually um, make bringing more joy into our life or making us genuinely feel good? Do you, can you think of any? Mm. Oh my God. I think they're everywhere. I think the reason why none of us have the, um, it's not easy for us to go inside and tap into that And I don't mean necessarily just in meditation or in any of that kind of thing, but I think why we lose our center and that kind of universal originality that comes through us from above is because we're using our two most powerful things, which is our attention and our energy on things that are cheap and run out quick, right? So things like, you know, 
too many celebrity stories, other people's investing in other people's lives. It doesn't actually move the needle forward for us. Things that anything I would count as a cheap hit is something that helps you feel something, whether it's outrage, irritation, bonding, um, over the negative stuff, gossip. And listen, we're not wronging all of these things, right? But there's there's too much of an emphasis on things that give us a feeling of something, whether positive or negative. And it kind of makes you feel more alive in that moment, but it doesn't actually focus on you, your life path, your preferences, your joy, right? And so like, you know, I was telling you the other day, like the story about Jada Pinkett talking about how she'd been separated from her husband for seven years. I was like, this is, it's taking advantage of the fact that we, it's so much easier and I've been there in so many times of my life where it's so much more tempting to leak your attention on things that seem like a big deal, but aren't actually to do with you. Because then mm. you have someone else to chat to them about and something else to distract you and something else to feel annoyed or judgmental or happy about, whatever it is. Um, you know, and so I think there's, listen, there's so many beautiful things about these things too. Like, you know, sometimes when there's a collective outrage or a collective something, a collective drama, like it brings us together, it creates humor, it inspires other people. But you know the difference between when you're overly using these cheap fuels as like a hiding place or a delay tactic from also being in alignment with your other self. So just like everything else in life, there's nothing that's inherently a cheap fuel or something that is inherently not, right? It's all about the way that you use it. But the world is so full of things that are so immediate and so rousing for positive or negative that it can be a very strong temptation to leak all of our attention and energy on literally day in day out you can feel like you've in today's world you can feel like you've done so much and depleted yourself every single day and then turn around and be like yeah but what have I actually like accomplished or shared or anything amazing I've experienced like a sense of wonder something I've done something that's filled up my cup something I've given to other people like have you truly received anything from life and have you truly given anything to life or have we just taken in this like sea of news and gossip and TikTok trends and movie that everyone's watching and commenting on? And, you know, like I said, there's nothing wrong with any of those things. But when you're when you're um, most of your most powerful um, resources are being taken away for that, that's when there's a problem. And so everything is a cheap hit because it does make you feel alive, right? Like, like us all discussing something that's outrageous. Like it does make you feel like you're participating and you get to talk to people and it's fun, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. And, um, I like that you point out too, I, you've, you've, you're like disclaimering, like you're not saying these things are bad because mm -hmm. obviously they are fun sometimes. Like I was telling you when you were talking about the Jada Pinkett thing and I was like, no, mm -hmm. I totally see how that is a cheap fuel. And it's almost like, it's like this manipulative tactic to like get us talking about someone. And it's almost, we're too smart. I think our, I think as a collective, we are getting smart about this where we're like, okay, they're really feeding us this story because they mm -hmm. want us to talk about it. They know how to work this sort of machine where they create a story, we chit chat and debate about it. They get a hit from um, us talking about them. We get a hit from something to bond each with each other over. So this is not necessarily a bad thing. Like I said to you, the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift situation, I'm having a blast paying attention to that. But what you're pointing out is 
because there we're so inundated with these things, we have to be intentional about the ones that we're participating in. Because like you said, we can go a whole day and do nothing. I mm-hmm. that happens to me. Where I'll be like, yeah. what did I what did I even do today? Mm-hmm. Um, you've also said to me before, and I'm probably gonna botch this, but I feel like it fits with this about how as we're moving. I mean, as the world is evolving so quickly, our attention is like, I can't remember the word you use, but like where we put our attention is like sacred. That's not the word you use, but do you know what I'm talking about? A hundred percent, a hundred percent, because that's what directs um, the flow of your life. You know, that's what creates your reality is what you're looking at. But that's also how you steer the ship. Like think about our bodies and our and our souls. We are sitting on gold mines that we just need to activate. The first step of activating that is what you actually look at. And so you don't even stand a chance of your intentions, which come next, or your energy, which comes third they don't even stand a chance on getting you to the potentials of where they could lead you if you're just steering them left of where they're supposed to go, right? You have to be looking at the right things to even respond to them the right way, to take the right actions, the right choices from those things, right? So it's like you have to curate the thousand million different options that are coming at you, vying for your attention and not because it's unspiritual and because you need to meditate, but no, 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 because how you activate your power is what you actually choose to be lucky enough to be vying for that minute of unmined gold inside you. And listen, like I said, you and me, we love the Toast podcast and it's all about celebrity gossip and it's fun, but we are aware. And like, to your point, we are aware that we're doing it to switch off for levity, for joy, for humor, for all those different things. But what you said as well is so important because the reason, and I'm convinced of this, the reason why so many of us are feeling powerless and lost and have no self-esteem and disconnected is because of those days where you feel like you've done nothing because then what's happened you've sat on that gold mine and not let that gold move so you don't know it's there of course Mm. we don't feel like we have potential if we can't give ourselves a chance to prove it and so it's making us you know to put it very bluntly it's making us numb and dumb we've never we've never been so lucky because we have so much information and so much access there's a stat that says we have more access to information than Bill Clinton at the time he was president did. That's insane. So that's amazing. But it's also made it harder for us because now the the human journey is not how hard is it to find something to know. It's what do you choose to reclaim your sovereignty over instead of becoming a victim or a just blind consumer of just letting these waves come in and out of your brain. And your brain is like, it's it's such a, a precious resource that you have to really start to see it that way. Even sometimes before you know what it can do, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, to even give it the chance to show you what it can do. Gonna, and that's where it's really powerful. I'm gonna give you a phrase that you say to be all the time. The cost is too high. I said, like, you're saying we love the toast. We do these things. Like, I literally have an app on my phone that blocks me from getting into TikTok because I love TikTok so much, but I know it costs me too much 
when I spend too much time on there, because as you're saying this, you know how people always say, I can't, I'm not getting urges. I'm not getting things to respond to. I don't hear my gut. I don't hear my spleen. Jenna, Mm -hmm. it's because we are inundated with things that are stimulating our mind. We can't fucking hear it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like Say that louder. <laughs> you said it. You said it in one of. I think it's in the generator course. I remember watching it. You were talking about. Can you explain how when your aura is clogged? When you know that that metaphor mm-hmm. when your aura is clogged. Will you explain that? And imagine yeah. now when you when you made that. We didn't have as much social media and all that when you created that course. But now think about that analogy that you're about to say with mm. all of this extra stuff. Yeah. So uh, what Taylor's talking about is on our website, we have sort of like deep dive 101 video courses on every single part of a chart and your design. And there's one that's like the generator describing the generator energy type. And it's like a 45 minute reading from me about generators. It goes really in depth. And when we talk about, um, you know, being your real self, um, you know, and radiating that energy of being who you came here to be. It radiates through your aura, your energetic body, and your energetic body reaches about six feet all around you. And it's advertising you wherever you go. Now, all of us choose what we put in that aura, depending on what we take in, what we put out, who we are, how we show up, our thoughts, intentions, actions. It's it's a mush of all those things. It's like a soup that surrounds us and we take it with us everywhere we go. And so a lot of generators will say to me, I can't feel my visceral gut yes. And so one of the things I say in this video is that when you have so much other stuff clogging your aura, everything that is meant for you to manifest or everything that's meant to be yours is always, and this is for everybody, circling around us. It's never going to be for anybody else. Every creative project, every blessing, every opportunity, it's swirling around our auras trying to come in. And the second in perfect divine timing, when we're ready, when the universe shows us and when we align to it, that's when it's a match to pull that thing in and stop it from swirling around us and to just actually enter into our auras, right? When we get aligned. Now, Part of that is also obviously like making action, taking action, realigning yourself. But if your life is too filled and your brain is too filled with things that are not those things, there's no space for those things to come in. And those things can be ahas, those things can be your creative genius, those things can be everything. And the thing is, we are being um, sold this idea that we have to know how wonderful we are and worthy we are before we even give ourselves a chance to go and do something right and we're sitting on our couches going i need to feel more worthy i don't have enough self-love i don't believe in myself blah 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 what you need to do is actually go through the journey of saying it's not about me this is about the universe making me and the universe not wasting any energy so it has a task for me, something already much bigger than me has desi- has already decided that I'm worthy, just like exactly the same as everyone else is equally worthy. Now I just need to unclog my aura and pay attention to see what it's got for me. And in the process of me activating those things is when I will feel worthy, when I will see my specialness, when I will see my gold, my gifts. But if we're sitting on our gold mine, filling our aura with things that aren't specifically helping our mission, our path, or our joy, right? Joy is selfish. It doesn't have to be, you're not having to be doing everything and Mother teresa ring yourself and sacrificing yourself all the time. But if it doesn't pertain yourself to your life and your karma and your path, then it needs to be up for review. That's all we're saying. It's not cut everything out, be ruthless, 
nothing like that, but just be hyper aware of taking everything that you choose to take in as a choice rather than blindly because you think that's normal because everyone else is. Um, And you can always choose to opt out of things that you really don't feel are doing anything for you. They could be adding to your joy. They could be adding to your life path. They could be adding to you just being switching off when you need a day to just like, you know, not do anything. But at least you've made the choice from the awareness of what medicine you needed in that moment, rather than just doing it because it's a way of feeling like you're staying busy and staying kind of feeling alive. Right. Our mind, you always say our mind is meant to be used to develop our genius. And when we are, you know, taking in these cheap fuels, it can't do that. And like you said, I'm you're not going to catch me passing up a Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey TikTok, but <laughs> I am going to, you know, know when it's time for me to shut things off because the cost is too high. And I know people are going to DM me asking about the app that I use to block TikTok, so I'll just tell you right now it's called Opal and you can block all social. You can pick whatever app you want on your phone to block it, and that has actually helped me so much clear up mind space in my day. Mm. Um just a great wreck for this kind of stuff. And you know what's also funny as you're saying that, I'm kind of realizing doesn't it make the time that you do use that yeah. so much feel you get so much more out of it because you're like it's a real indulgence it's not just this like mm-hmm. thing that i'm just mindlessly taking in to no limit like when i now i'm like a sucker for sex in the city and friends and great british bake-off and i'll watch like indian matchmaking jewish matchmaking like i could go down those rabbit holes but because i have them in balance with you know feeling like i've done things that move my life like I've done myself a favor every day in some way and I'm not doing that you know even though we could and we're all adults we could do that for three days and not do anything but that we wouldn't get as much juice we wouldn't extract as much good and fun that yummy feeling from those like things because the human experience is from the sublime to the mundane right so we we love that that side of life as well. So I want to encourage people like, it's not to say don't embrace those like very basic, silly, irrelevant things because that's part of the human experience, but it becomes so much more delicious when you're doing it with the right intention and in the right proportion. Mm, Because it's like, it's not the everything in moderation. That's not what I mean. But um, yeah, like a reading a really good smut book or whatever, like those things are, we, they could all fall in the category of cheap fuels, but when you're using them in a way that isn't a cheap fuel way, they actually become medicine mm-hmm. because, you know, those TikToks about Taylor Swift or me reading the next book I want to read, like that is like, ugh, like it's like getting mm. me in this zone of just in, enjoying the cool, fun things that you get to enjoy in life being a human. Yeah, 100%. And you know what I'm really realizing the difference is, is that when it comes from a place of lack is when it's more likely to turn into a cheap fuel. So when you're posting at this party we went to because you are needing the validation from outside to believe that you're cool, instead of just knowing that you're the coolest freaking person in the room because you just rate you just love being you and you love having fun the way you like having fun so by definition in your reality you are winning at life right and that's all that matters there's such a difference there Mm -hmm. and there's such a difference between um you know being on tiktok because you feel like you have to feel like you did something in your day 
versus doing it because you just love it and you're enjoying it, not because you feel like you have your only value in life is being a Swifty. (laughs) Which I've been there before when I literally had nothing to be joyful about, you know? Mm Um, yeah. it's, it's more of a sustained joy too. that a hit, I should say, it's not like a hit, but like that rush of dopamine and those hit, 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 you'll know the difference mm-hmm. when it's like this sustained doing things because they bring you a sustained amount of joy and they enrich your life. A hundred percent. It's, it's less jarring, which can feel less exciting in a way but it's more of that kind of contentment, juicy, filled up, satisfied with life, loving the choices I'm making for my own experience. And isn't this fun? And aren't I choosing well for me versus like, you know, that, that there's a different charge to it. I think you're, you're totally right on that. Yeah. Even like how I share on my Instagram now, I, it's almost you to an un, Paying, if you're not paying close attention, you might not notice a difference on the outside. But to me, the way I share is a completely different experience for me. Mm. So it really just it just yeah. matters how you're experiencing those things. And that's why I say to people like, and this has got a this become a dirty word, but be more selfish, i.e., care about we have this one life. Like care about how it feels, care about care enough about what costs you too much, care about what else you could be wishing for yourself. And even if you haven't got that in your life just yet, bet on it maybe coming in by clearing some space for it. Bet on it by saying no to things that you are absolutely clear is not the thing so that you even give yourself chance to find the thing so that you even create space in your offer you to feel yourself, to feel back to normal, what your energy is completely clear when you're not consuming endless other people's opinions, other people's thoughts, other outside events, like things that, um, you know, are so hyper-stimulating that, that you're unable to be moved by that gentle pulse inside of you that your soul is always giving you. Um, and the thing is the, the pulse will get stronger and stronger the longer you go. So what is actually filling you up? You know, what things are you choosing to consume because they add something to you? And are they adding to you because they're actually lifting you up? Or is there something, a lack inside you that you're using to uh, to fill that hole? So those would be, you know, we've gone all over the shop in this episode, but those would be the two main checks that you can use in every type of interaction with the outside world, with information, with um, situations, with people, with entertainment, with shows, with TikTok, with all of that stuff. Everything is inherently neutral aside from the intentions that you plug into things. The intention of the person that created it, right? The person that creates a TikTok is obviously influencing TikTok, but then there's a range in that modality, in that channel that we can make it our own. So we just have to care enough about our own sovereignty that we have all these choices and that we are the interviewers of every thing that can come at us in life. Like we get to say, hmm, I don't know, you might not be good enough for me, um, uh, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith story. Yeah. Pink hat talk. Um, so I'm going to opt out, you know? And so it's so much more about what you unclog your life from, especially when you don't know what to put inside it. Like just get the trash out. (laughs) Not me defending Swift talk, (laughs) but you know, and you know, what's so funny is that like you are 
absolutely using it properly. And I, as a secondary high, like I get high off how much you love it. So that's how, you know, it's a good thing too. Do you know what I mean? Like I ask you things about it all the time and I'm enjoying watching you talk about, even if I'm not that invested in it, like I enjoy asking you about it because you find it so fun. And then it reminds me that like humans, we just do these like cute, silly things. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's part of it is like, the silliness and the enjoyment, but we, we're doing it from that empowered place where the, where we own the silliness, where the silliness doesn't control us, you know, mm-hmm. where the silliness is not disempowering us, but it's just like lifting us and we're the boss of it and we get to use it however we want. Like it's so much better. So fun. <laughs> we have a blast doing that stuff. <laughs> yeah, we do. I was going to say we can start a whole other podcast episode on power, di- on our power perspective, but we got to we got to cut yeah. us off. <laughs> One step at a time. <laughs> That's a cheap hit. We got to cut us off. <laughs> I love that.